The following recording is offered by the Village Zendo. For more information, please visit villagezendo.org. Thank you so much, Jisei and Echo, and all of you. It's just delicious to see your faces. You know, I haven't seen any faces in a couple of weeks, so I'm just enjoying that. Um, It's lovely to see you. As you may know, uh, both Joshin Roshi and I have been out of commission uh, for a couple of weeks uh, with that awful COVID thing. It's my fault. I brought it back from the Soto Shoe <laughs> headquarters uh, at a conference that I went to. Uh, uh, and, you know, after the discomfort, uh, there's a kind of residual fatigue. Uh, it's still here. It's, you know, very common, and but it's kind of a drag. Uh, so while I'm hoping to offer, and I was very optimistic when I signed up for this talk, <laughs> uh, but uh, here it's time and I'm tired. And so uh, I'm going to offer some words and some encouragement for your practice, uh, but it'll be a little shorter than usual tonight uh, because I've had such low energy and I'm not used to that. Um, But I did notice that my perspective shifted. Uh, You know, usually my daily life is touched by interacting with lots of people, uh, Sangha members, uh, merchants, gym buddies, neighbors, uh, the city landscape, certain trees and parks, my special bench that I sit on in different places. But being sick at home, in quarantine, I have to confess, I became fixated on reading the news, critiques of the news, and critiques of the critiques of the news. So many opinions to read. And when I pay attention, so much suffering to attend to. So many crises, so many questions about politics, the rise of reactionary forces here in this country, very troubling. I may have been aware of it, but to read deeply about it is is very upsetting. Uh, And also around the world, it's, happening in Europe and South America, Russia and China. Climate change, climate politics, populism, racism, sexism, transphobia, anti-Semitism. All the hating and not me-ism of the human condition is people are shouting it these days. And I'm like sitting in bed, reading these stories and reports, 
opinions. And, and I'm wondering, what am I to do? What can I do? I mean, it's a big old question, and we, we often are faced with it, but because uh, I just felt so overwhelmed with the suffering, and I thought, what, what can I do? You know, the Zen teachings remind us that we are part of everything, the whole Megillah. We are part of the vast net of Indra. You know, in the Avatamsaka Sutra, we, we read these wonderful images of Indra's net, which is this vast net that the whole universe is composed of, covers all of reality. And it is a cloth made up of intersecting points, which are all connected to one another. So we may be focused on one thread of the net and forget that it's part of this vast whole. You know, I'm talking as if it's all, we're only in one instant of time, but it's also throughout all of time, also at the same time, spatially. And therefore, being one of these points we're responsible for the whole thing. We're responsible to care and nourish our part, which is the whole. Now, I couldn't help when I thought about this to remember those words spoken so many years ago by Dr. King. He was the most eloquent for me contemporary appreciation of the Avatamsaka Sutra, when he said, moreover, I am cognizant of the interrelatedness of all communities and states. I cannot sit idly by in Atlanta and not be concerned about what happens in Birmingham. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. You know, I, I just, I can't even read those words without just feeling a, feeling a chill and, and, and also hearing in the back of my head, Dr. King's magnificent voice as, as he spoke those words so many years ago. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. So when I recall these words, uh, and I think of you know sitting in my bed, uh, pretty comfortable, um, reading about all of the injustice going on in the world. I wonder 
what can I do when I hear Dr. King saying injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere? What can I do? I thought from my bedside, as I was trying to take some notes for what I could say tonight, I thought to offer this poem. I often do that. I, I seek solace in poetry. Uh, a poem by Lucille Clifton. She's this magnificent African-American poet of the mid-century. And I think she does offer us a way forward. The name of her poem is The Blessing the Boats. Blessing the boats at St. Mary's. May the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, carry you out beyond the face of fear. May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain that it will love you back. May you open your eyes to water, water waving forever. And may you in your innocence sail through this to that. Let me read it again. Blessing the boats. So perhaps we're the boat. May the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, We'll hear that the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, carry you out beyond the face of fear. May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain that it will love your back. May you open your eyes to water, water waving forever. And may you in your innocence sail through this to that. What do you think she's saying about our role in the world today? I like this line, the lip of our understanding. So the tide is entering the lip of our understanding to carry you out beyond the face of fear. You know, I take that as my personal command. That each of us, as we come to understand the lip of our understanding, to understand what is occurring in our world, in our inescapable network of mutuality, as Dr. King would say, in our vast Indra's net, as the Avantam Saka Sutra would say, there we set sail and allow the wind at our back to move us through what it is we need to face, what it is we can face, and thus what we can do, how we can serve the whole. We can speak, speak to our friends, speak to those that we're connected to in this vast internet that we're connected on. We can contribute our services, our resources, 
our energies, our prayers, to the healing of this world and its folk. Even in this tiny community of Village Sendo, we have groups and projects that offer a healing to the world. Even with this community, there's that team that every Sunday goes to Sing Sing Prison to visit the Dharma Song Zen Temple. And they offer meditation and companionship to the men there. It's a hard, it's a hard effort to take a train up to Sing Sing and then to get through the guards who are these poor, these suffering beings. Not easy to get through there. It's always a problem. <laughs> and then to get on the bus and go to the other part of the prison and then go up the stairs and, and meet with people. Beautiful, beautiful guys. It is a wonderful, wonderful offering that our Sing Sing team does. And on the other hand, we have our Lifetimes to Solitary group who compassionately, we have a large group of people who write letters to people in solitary confinement in the prisons in this country. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful work. You exchange letters with a particular person and offer them some kind of a window to a different world than the one that they live with every day. It's a, it's a great practice. And we have the Sangha Supporting Refugees Project that helps resettling refugees in the city. I mean, that that's a really important project. Somebody needs to know how, how to register their child for school, how to get the health health registration organized. How there's a million things to do, and we we also help with uh, the finances of getting someone settled into a place. And then you know to kind of go back to the things that I was reacting to this week. We have VZ action. We do gather at times to demonstrate and offer our, um, usually our, our actions are about things that we feel that need to be seen in our city and in our state and in this country. When there's a call for activism, we do have a way to do that. So altogether, we also treasure within our own community, our own people of color sitting group and our Bolivian sitting group who are family members who support us within their particularity. So I would say that this whole community is held by and supported by the many hands and eyes of great compassion that is our Sangha the ones who open the doors online and in person, who record talks and convert them to listenable formats, the ones who support us administratively, 
who register us, organize us, sometimes teach us. There's so many ways to be active and appreciate. And as I look at this group here, I see so many of you who find different ways to be of service to the world through your contributions and work. No doubt you're already serving and don't realize it. I mean, in a way, you could say that our presence right now is a way of service to show up. To sh those who showed up last, last night and sat through the night as a way to hold one another and to say, yes, there is a meaning. There is a reason for action in the world. The practice is what has taught me to offer myself wholeheartedly, to look for opportunities to be of service. You know, as Louise Clifton says, may the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, we don't have to get the whole thing to be of service. Someone needs help. We can reach out. May that lip of understanding carry you beyond the face of fear. You know, it's it's when, for me, it's when I meet someone who is out of control, homeless, upset. How can I meet that person? How can I reassure? that face of a homeless man in the park across the street from where I live. How can I look at what is happening in this world? May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain that it will love your back. Just to have that confidence to act have that confidence that it will work. Open your eyes to water, water waving forever. And may you in your innocence sail through this to that. Clifton was a magnificent poet, so encouraging that we can make a difference, even if we feel that it's hopeless. Her words inspire me to go forth and continue to offer myself in the way that I can at this time in my life to offer the whole of the teachings. I hope you can take some of the wisdom of the Avatamsaka Sutra and of what Lucille Clifton told us and Dr. King. Here's my verse for you for tonight. This wild and noisy world asks me just one thing. 
What can you do now? I answer with a bow. Whatever's needed that I can do, I will offer. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. I know you can hear my sore throat, but it's just the way it is. <laughs>